she was so scared to ask. She was not, you know, sometimes we, we just have to step on our fear with courage and do it anyway, because we don't know the outcome. We don't know what the person on the other side of our request is going to say, but if you don't ask, you'll never know. And it might surprise you beyond your wildest dreams. But, and even if it doesn't, you've lost nothing. Hello and welcome to The Daily Helping with Dr. Richard Schuster. Food for the brain, knowledge from the experts, tools to win at life. I'm your host, Dr. Richard. Whoever you are, wherever you're from, and whatever you do, this is the show that is going to help you become the best version of yourself. Each episode, you will hear from some of the most amazing, talented, and successful people on the planet who followed their passions and strive to help others. Join our movement to get a million people each day to commit acts of kindness for others. Together, we're going to make the world a better place. Are you ready? Because it's time for your daily helping. Let's dive in a little bit deeper for some of this because a lot of people, and I'm sure your book talks about this, are so uncomfortable asking anything that they right. f- that. So, for somebody who is traditionally is self conscious of asking for help, what what did your research and in interviewing these twenty six superstars show about how to overcome that? Right. So, what we discovered there are seven roadblocks to asking, and. Pretty much every single one of us has at least one of these roadblocks, and those are unworthiness, naivete, doubt, excuses, fear, just like the sheer terror of rejection, pattern paralysis, meaning we're just stuck in our, in our pattern and we just don't even see it anymore. Um, and then disconnection, which is a really sad one for me because disconnection means you just really are out of touch with the dreams in your heart. So mm-hmm. you're so out of touch that you just don't even think of asking anymore for what you want or asking if there's something better for you. But each one of these roadblocks is so worth exploring. We have amazing stories um, uh, with each one of them, people who have recognized those and overcome their roadblocks. And the beautiful thing about reading someone else's story is it becomes, you know, stories when we read someone's story, it becomes a metaphor for our own lives oftentimes. And, and metaphors are patterns that we recognize, you know, it's how our brain works and mm-hmm. how, how we have create memory. And so we can learn very quickly from reading somebody else's story and recognizing those patterns and learning from that pattern, you know, what we want, how we can do our life better. So it, it, it's just really, um, it's, it's really a fun journey to go through. And it's interesting too, because you know, we we talk about these roadblocks, and, and I'm curious: was uh, of the three asking self, act, asking others, or asking God? Was there one of those three that that people had more issues with than others? You know, okay, so you're saying you're basically asking how the roadblocks relate to the three channels, sort of. Um, I would say the disconnection. Say that is a roadblock. It really um, is all three goes across all channels, like. You're so disconnected. You don't even ask yourself the right questions. You don't even, you don't even dare or just aren't even in touch with what do I really want for myself? What would I love to have? What am I best at? What, is, what are my passions? How could I pursue those passions? When you're disconnected, you stop asking through any of those channels. It's very, very sad. Um, some of the others, unworthiness, say, or fear, those are probably more about 
asking others. You know, we just, we want something so badly, but when, and when it comes to asking for that sale or asking if you can serve somebody or asking, you know, for an order or asking for help or advice or whatever it is, we shut down because sometimes there's just this conditioning from our childhood that is telling us at a very subliminal level, we don't deserve better Mm -hmm. or, you know, we're not worthy of this. And that's very sad. It's interesting. I tell kind of a fun story that naivete um, is really just about not even knowing what's out there for us, just because we weren't exposed to it in our history or our childhood. And I talk about when my children were very young, we employed this beautiful woman from the Philippines and she would come every day and help take care of the children. My girls were 16 months apart, so we had a lot going on. And she would cook these wonderful dishes for us. And one morning she shows up with this orange fruit and she cuts it all up and puts it on a plate. And it's this juicy, delicious. She said, try this crystal. And I was, I taste it. I'm like, this is the best fruit I've ever tasted. What is this? And she goes, it's a mango. And I was like, a mango. How, how is it that I've never tasted a mango? That's crazy. This is so good. And I was like, where did you get this? I'm thinking she's going to say she imported it from the Philippines or brought it over. <laughs> she goes, it's at the grocery store. And I was like, what? These are at the grocery store. I've been passing these by all the time at the grocery store. But it made me think, what else am I passing by? What else am I naive to in life? What opportunities am I just missing because I don't even know they're there for me? What people that could make my life better, richer, you know, more amazing am I just passing by? And so it's a question we all need to ask ourselves, right? To really fully embrace our journey and bring our dreams, you know, like bring, fulfill the dreams in our heart and cross the, the bridge to our destiny. And um, so, yeah, there are just wonderful examples of those, of those roadblocks, but I think they all relate to the different channels in, in a slightly different way. It's interesting because I, I you know, view this, of course, through the lens of a clinical psychologist and, and as a cognitive behavior theorist in particular. And so a lot of what you're talking about, we would refer to as cognitive distortions and, and those involve the core beliefs, right? Like you have this ingrained sense of self that you know, as a result of the people in your environment when you grew up and all these things. So, you know, we have these self-limiting beliefs and a lot of times if we can get out of our own way, we can really start to live the, the life that we're supposed to be living. And I love that you're illustrating this through these really cool stories. Do We love every one of them. We have a great story about a woman named Deborah Asada Shaw. She is working in an umbrella factory as a Hispanic with no husband and little bambinis and, and walking through a store and a book keeps falling out at her three times. She passed it and third time she says, okay, I got it. It's a book. One of the books I wrote called Aladdin factor. I'd ask for and get what you want. And earlier thinking of this, uh, back to 1994, <clears throat> she read it. And, but on the way home, she's walking up her stairs, trips in the dark, rips apart her knees, is bleeding, is in pain. And now she's laying in bed, reading this book and saying, the book says, wait a second. Whatever your greatest problem is, whatever the adversity is, there's opportunity, there's advantage, there's something that'll take you to your destiny. And I was writing it back then, and she said, holy cow, I know, I make umbrellas. I know more about the umbrella business than anybody in the country other than the guy who owns this umbrella company, and he isn't going to do what I'm going to do. So I asked myself, what am I going to do? And then I asked God, can I pull this off? And then I'll ask others to buy it. She lit up umbrellas. She put a light in umbrellas at night. So, so many at Walmart, a company bought out the company from her for $360 million. Wow. To go go from the bottom to the top because she says, look, I'll thank you every day in my prayers for the rest of my life. Just 
So when, when we're saying people don't know how to ask, they know the line, ask and you shall receive. It's divine inspiration. But nobody ever codified it. Nobody ever systematized it. Nobody ever did it so comprehensively as we've done. There's never been a book like this. And we're thankful beyond uh, thankful that all the people that are reading it are going, oh, my God, I'm like this morning. Guy said he had everyone in his company buy 10 to give out as, you know, uh, pre um, listing gifts for his real estate company. Thousands and thousands of people <laughs> in the country and just I'm going, holy cow, that's wonderful. Thank you. Hey, guys, Dr. Richard here. For the past seven years, I've been privileged to bring you incredible guests who are changing the world and can help you become the best version of yourself. I'm really excited to share with you a new quiz that I created based on my clinical training that will curate for you a custom list of my top episodes and actionable strategies to help you wherever you are on your journey. All you need to do is go to drrichardschuster.com to take it, and it's 100% free. You'll be taking the next step on the journey to unlocking the power of you. And I can't wait to see where you'll go. Uh, you know, that's, that's an incredible story. I wonder if there are other kind of highlighted stories where people have shared their successes with you that are top of mind. These are so fun to share, especially during these times. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I love, there's, like you said, Dr. Richard, so many great stories in this book, but another really great one that I, I think will hit home for a lot of people because asking is scary sometimes and, and we really do need to do our best to get over it. And that's what this book is for. It's, it's to support you. It's to help you identify and create the awareness of what your roadblocks are and then the opportunities that are there for you and how to think of them, um, how to organize them in your heart and mind and in your life so that you can utilize them as your own personal tool for success. But um, this, I love this story. So uh, this is a woman named Lynn Marquis who got out of college wanting to just, she knew she wanted to go into the nonprofit sector. It was just something that called to her heart. She wanted to make a difference. And so she decided to put together this camp for disadvantaged children um, because they just don't have these opportunities to do a summer camp that the children with more privilege have. And it's so important for children, you know, because their parents still have to work. Where are they going to go? So she put together this incredible camp. It was quite expensive because it was for a good chunk of the summer. And then she started trying to get funding for it. And she finally was able to get a, a, an appointment with the wealthiest woman in her city. So this woman controlled a very large um, family trust. So the day she went to show up at the woman's office, she said she was so scared that when she walked into the office to sit down, she was literally shaking like a leaf mm. and there was no hiding it. Um, so she said, I, I couldn't hide it. So I just admitted it. She just said, I'm really scared. I'm really nervous to meet with you. This is really a big deal for me. And the woman was so kind. And she just said, you know, don't worry about it. Let's just sit down and talk about what, what you need, you know, what you're asking for. And so Lynn sat down and explained the entire camp, what they planned to do with the children, why it was so beneficial for them. And all of these things. And then she said, okay, so how much money are you asking for? And Lynn was so nervous. She said, she, she literally stuttered when she said it. She said, I'm asking for $5,000 because that's how much it, it costs to put a child through. And the woman said, okay, but how many children are there? And she said, uh, she gave the number. And the woman said, okay, then I want to underwrite all of the children. So how much will that be? 
And Lynn was so shocked. Her jaw just dropped. She, she's like, I don't even know. I didn't think about that. Do you have a calculator? She had to do a calculator and figure it out. But the point of it is, you know, she was so scared to ask. She was not, you know, sometimes we, we just have to step on our fear with courage yeah. and do it anyway. Because we don't know the outcome. We don't know what the person on the other side of our request is going to say. But if you don't ask, you'll never know. And it might surprise you beyond your wildest dreams. But And even if it doesn't, you've lost nothing. That's right. You've just learned, you've practiced you know, your asking journey. And so you're a little bit better at it. But I just love that story because there are a lot of people, and we have a section in the book on this, who want to be a grantor of wishes. You know, human beings, if we can, we want to fulfill each other's requests or, you know, needs. I have to admit that resonates really powerfully with me and admit that when I was first starting out the Daily Helping and nobody in the world knew who I was, I didn't even have a domain. I just had a personal email address. I would sit in front of my computer and I would like write the email as I was trying to introduce myself to prospective guests and then like erase it and rewrite it. And you know, just sit around there, like with my finger hovering over the, the mouse before I hit send, because you know, all that goes through your mind, right? The rejection and all of these things, and ultimately, I, I kind of have the same thought what you just said. Like, what's the worst thing that they're going to do? They're going to say no, and life right. will go on. And you know, now we're here. So I, I think uh, stories like that are so important. The, the one you just shared, uh, I, and it reminds me of a story Tony Robbins shared as well, where somebody asked him for, for $20 and he gave them $20, but the Tony said, you know, I would have given you whatever you asked for, basically. You know, right. You know, as, as, isn't that amazing? That's yes. right. So we must learn to be good askers. It's so important. All of this sounds fantastic. And as you know, I'm a scientist, so I'm a numbers guy, a data guy, and I love all this stuff. So talk to me about the empiricism, the, the scientific research behind what you guys went after to find. Yeah, it's so interesting because we did a lot of research for this book and the studies all show that, um, first of all, people going into the study, the perception about asking was that people are either going to perceive you as being pushy or obnoxious, or that if you're asking for help or information, that they'll think you're uninformed, stupid, ignorant, all of those things. So it was all sort of negative perception going in. But the truth of it is, if you ask somebody, you're 80% more likely to get your request granted, you know, in, in the studies. So there's just scientifically even, there's no reason not to ask. And then there were other studies done that um, just deal with, you know, the, the beauty of curiosity and what that does for you. Because just sitting with someone and asking a lot of questions opens up so many opportunities in business and in your personal life. Hmm. So the, the people who ask more questions in a business setting so that they could learn more about a situation or about a person were perceived as, as being a better business partner, a more likable partner, just more likable to be with. So asking questions is just so important. It's such an important thing for us to polish. And in one with daters, they found that people were more likely to be asked out on a second date if they ask more questions, particularly the probing questions, when you ask someone a question and they answer you, listen to what they just said and go probe more deeply um, because that shows that you're interested and that you care. So it's really fun to see the truth about asking. 
And with your permission, Dr. Richard, I'd like to ask boldly, if you don't mind. By all means, ask boldly as you wish. (laughs) Here's what we're asking generally, and then I'm going to expand it. And that is, we want everyone to get one of our books, Ask the Bridge from Your Dreams to Your Destiny. And the only place you can get it, by and large, right now, it looks just like this, like Crystal's holding it up, is is at Amazon, because most bookstores are still closed, which is heartbreaking to me, because I'm a book addict, and we're book addicts. But if you can afford to buy a book, get one under any form you want, Kindle, whatever, but then read it and then tell 10 of your friends or better yet, if you can buy 10 books and give them out because there's a lot of people that are depressed, despondent, they've been dehired. And and what this book does is it awakens, it illuminates you, it, it resonates with your financial destiny and your bigger, better potential. And we want to have everybody have that. And that's why we wrote it to wake it up. And we never knew that it would be the book that is going to leverage people and take them forward. And then we do one other thing. We're going to do the world's, we're starting the world's biggest book club. And we're asking people to send a receipt that they got our book to reception at markvictorhanson.com. And when we get the receipt, we're inviting them to the book club and they get to ask us any question they want about anything. And either we will do the best we can if it's answerable or get somebody to answer it just because. No one's ever tried to do what we're trying to do. We're trying to create people that are masters at asking so they have asked themselves, ask others, and ask God and fulfill their destiny. I love that. It's almost like you're creating this organic human Google where people can... <laughs> I'm going to quote you for now. On, you know, <laughs> but I mean, how, but it doesn't spy on you, right? <laughs> Your network won't spy on you. Uh, information is just there for our support. We want to we want to nurture everybody through this asking journey. That's the fun thing. We're looking so forward to this book club. Yeah, I think that's that's so much fun. Well, we're going to share all of that in in the show notes, of course, so people can can do all that. This has been so much fun. I've enjoyed both of you. As you know, I ask everybody who comes on the show, here's my ask, what is your biggest helping? And you guys can answer this you know, individually or together, however you want. But what is your biggest helping, the single most important piece of information you'd like somebody to walk away with after hearing our conversation today? I would say for me, remember that your life is created from the inside out. Well, it's, you know, a lot of people are taking their clues from the outside and you're seeing all this chaos and craziness. And it feels like it's life is coming at you and you're kind of ducking and dodging and uh, Mm -hmm. trying to keep all the balls in the air. Truly, truly, your life is created from the inside out. So go inside, spend that time with yourself, ask yourself those questions that you need to ask and start to create the own, your own architecture for, for your own life. Don't rely on what's happening outside of you. Well, I agree with my wife hundred percent. I will add that once you get in this asking journey, Ask yourself how you're going to be 100% successful to take care of yourself, then your spouse, then your family, then your city, then your state, then your country, and the world. Because we need people to become visionary leaders. And the only way to do that is be a good self-leader by asking. And then, then and only then can you lead others. Brilliantly said. Tell us again where people can connect with you, URL, where to get the book, etc. Right. So the book's on Amazon, all versions, audio versions, Kindle, um, Amazon.com, of course. If you get the book and want to be part of the book club, send your receipt to reception at markvictorhanson.com so we can send you an invitation to the book club. And uh, reach out to both myself and Mark on, I'm at Crystal Dwyer Hanson on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, all of the above, Insta. Uh, and of course, he's under Mark Victor Hanson, pretty easy to find. But yeah, we love to uh, stay in touch with you guys. Beautiful. 
Beautiful. Well, I loved having you guys on the show. Thank you so much for being a part of the Daily Helping. A great pleasure. Thank Thank you, Richard. Absolutely. And I also wanted to thank each and every one of you that chose to listen to this episode. If you like what you heard, go subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review because that's what helps other people find the show. But most importantly, go do something nice for someone else today, especially if you don't know who they are, and post it in your social media feeds using the hashtag MyDailyHelping because the happiest people are those that help others.